Well, let's talk short films now. And uh, there's a yearly series run by a project called The Outlook for Someday. Uh, it's called Someday Stories, and it aims to support young filmmakers on their journey into the film industry. It's got a focus on sustainability. This is the seventh series. Six short films being released this month, and they cover all sorts of topics, consent, cultural identity, community connection, and environmental protection. You can find them on RNZ's website, on Māori Plus One, and they'll also be broadcast on Fakata Māori. Today we're speaking to Luke Ross, director of The Generation Gardener, which is a short documentary being released next Wednesday, September 20. Luke joins me now. Hello, sir. Kia ora, Jesse. How are you? Good, thank you. I got excited about this film because I've just come back from Japan and I'm, I'm in love with every aspect of that country's culture at the <laughs> oh, moment. Wow. Tell me about the subject matter of your short film. Yeah, so The Generation Gardener is a film about bonsai, which is a Japanese art form. Uh, it's a horticulture technique around... Um, growing trees in an ornamental shallow pot. So miniature trees, effectively. Um, and yeah, this story focuses around Stephen Yin, who's a Wellington-based bonsai practitioner. He has a, a business here in Wellington that ships bonsai saplings up and down the country. Uh, so we had the pleasure of connecting with him and sort of telling Stephen's story um, as he's sort of grown over the past 10 years, his business, and his uh, yeah, journey into bonsai. Great. How did you find it, by the way? How did I find him? Or yeah, I, yeah. Um, it was it was it was classic actually. We um, I know I wanted to do a story around bonsai, um, but obviously I I didn't really know that many bonsai practitioners here. Yeah. Didn't really know what the space was like. Um, so we googled. Uh, we just tapped into Google bonsai Wellington, um, and there's quite a tight knit community here. Um, so we managed to yeah find Stephen quite easily after that. How did your interest in bonsai um, begin? What is your what is tell me about your love of that art form? Yeah, well, it was quite funny because I didn't really know a huge amount about it. You know, I, th- I think people normally see bonsai trees uh, in, you know, a TV show sort of on a high-end office desk or, you know, maybe they haven't even seen a bonsai tree at all. Um, and I was sort of on, on that page. I really didn't know that much about it. So for me, this was sort of an exploratory um, adventure. Um, I got to learn a lot more about bonsai. Um, so yeah, I, I I really didn't know much. All I the what drew me to the subject was how beautiful they were. So both Japanese um, bonsai and Chinese penjing, which is uh, where bonsai originates from, um, they're both around creating these beautiful scenes within a pot. Um, and I think you know, I just encourage everyone to Google either penjing or bonsai because yeah the results you get are stunning so that's you know i think the visual appeal is what drew me to explore the topic further and how about your subject Stephen? did he have an interesting story yeah he was um he was really great uh, right from when we first met him his garden studio was absolutely amazing but as we sort of got to as i got to know him a bit more um he has this beautiful family story and i think really that's what the documentary is about first and foremost it's about his family and his journey um, there's been some tough spots for him. Um, you know, his, his, his dad got quite ill um, and passed away with cancer a few years ago. Um, and that intertwined with the time that he was starting his bonsai business. Um, his mum now works for him full time. So, you know, his business and his bonsai art form and his family are all very intertwined. So it was great to explore those themes and um, the relationship between him and his mum is very sweet. And we got to see that on screen as well. Is she part of the business? Yeah, so... Um, Stephen employs her, I think, part-time or full-time. Um, but, yeah, it's a very sweet dynamic. 
and his family, not from Japan, but from China, I understand. Yes. Yep. So um, I think Stephen and his family moved over from China uh, to New Zealand when he was around 11. Um, so we touched on that a little bit on the doco as well, which is really nice. What about your own filmmaking background, Luke? Yeah, so um, I come from post-production uh, first. Um, so I went to the New Zealand Broadcasting School back in 2015, 2016. And I've been interested in directing more content um, and you know directing in general. Um, but I have this love of post-production as well. So my day job is I'm a freelance color grader freelance colorist yeah um so that uh, that takes up most of my time um so it's been a really great opportunity uh, for me um and a big shout out to the someday stories fund um and the someday story team because it's a great it was a great opportunity for me to you know this is my first funding that i've received um and we got a lot of wraparound support for the project mm. um so yeah it was a really lovely way to sort of dip my feet in um and sort of explore the producing directing front has it inspired you to make more movies? Definitely, um, it's been a it's been a wonderful um, project. I've actually um, I did this project with uh, my partner Alice Youngquist, who's uh, the producer for the project, and it was her first um, it was her first film that she had ever produced. She was brand new, um, so it was a lovely experience overall. Um, but it was great as well having some funding. It allows it allows you to you know get some good support around you. You know, it allows you to hire crew. Um, we had a great production mentor, Zoe McIntosh. Um, so I felt really grateful for this film, um, and it was definitely inspiring to make more content. Have you managed to pick yourself up a little bonsai yet? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think it's on the cards. Um, I think Stephen might have um, might have one that he might be able to gift me um, in a few weeks' time. Um, I think we were going to have a catch up after the documentary releases next week and oh, good stuff. sort of have a share. So yeah, yeah you'll be, be looking, looking forward to sharing it with the world, I'm sure. Definitely. It'll be, it'll be great to have it out there. Okay. Thank you, Luke. Nice to talk to you. Awesome. Thanks, Jesse. Luke Ross is director of a short film called The Generation Gardener, and that's part of this uh, series of short films called Someday Stories. So his one is out next Wednesday, and if you are an aspiring filmmaker, um, the... Outlook for Someday, which is the organisation behind this series, is open for proposals to be part of next year's Someday Stories project. Uh, and New Zealand On Air has also granted some additional funding to produce eight short films next year with increased budgets too. So if you go to the Outlook for Someday website or pass that on to the filmmaker in your life, uh, deadline for applications is in one week's time. So get a wriggle on.